0: Up close and personal. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane.
1: A founding member of Chic with massive hits, La Freak and Good Times, he is music royalty. Writing hits like We Are Family for Sister Sledge. I'm coming out for Diana Ross. And producing songs like Let's Dance for David Bowie, Material Girl and Like a Virgin for Madonna. And most recently, three Grammys for his work with Daft Punk's Random Access Memories.
2: Niall Rogers, founding member of Chic, at Lucky Daft Punk Hit-Making Machine. Welcome to the show, Niall.
0: <laughs> cool. I love it. It's part <laughs> harmony. Okay.
2: Alright, we'd love
1: having you on the show today. So being sisters, we have to ask about We Are Family and working with Sister
0: Sledge. Um, that was probably the, the greatest decision of my life. I was offered, believe it or not, at that early part of my career, the Rolling Stones or Bette Midler or anyone else on the Atlantic Records roster. And I said, well, I couldn't imagine just Nick and Keith sitting back while we did their whole record. Um, And Bette Midler, if we got a hit record with her as much as we liked her, people would think, well, that's just another Bette Midler hit record. So we decided to do a group of unknowns Ah. so that we could prove that we could visualize, conceptualize, and create a whole album from scratch, and it would define their careers. And that's what we told the record company we could do. Obviously we were just making it up because we had never done it do <laughs> ourselves. But it made sense uh-huh. to us because by having the concept of Sister Sledge, it gave us the template. We knew what we could write about. We could write about family. Ultimately, we wrote We Are Family, one of the biggest records of my whole life.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, pretty awesome.
1: You've turned so many different kinds of songs into hits, but never in a formula way. So what makes a hit?
0: You know, I always try and do music that somehow speaks to me emotionally, internally. If okay. I, I feel like if I make a good connection with myself, even though I never think of myself as the ultimate consumer, okay. but I say to myself that if I don't really like it, how can I expect other people to really
2: okay. like it? Okay, uh-huh. So it has so to connect sure with that you.
0: Absolutely. Even uh-huh. some records that you may think would never connect with me, like like a virgin, for example. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> that one being the biggest Album of my entire life, and I've had a you know maybe 21, 22 number one records in my life. So. Wow,
1: now, what was um, it like working with Madonna?
0: The greatest experience of my life. I mean, I can't tell you how much fun she and I had. uh, And I I wrote a book, I wrote my autobiography Uh a couple years ago. And when I talk about Madonna, you can see my level of admiration for her. She and I had so much fun. Her work ethic is incredible. Wow.
2: That's interesting, though, that she has a great work ethic, but she also has fun.
0: Oh, she's amazing.
2: Yeah. You're listening
1: to the Mulberry Lane Show, and right now you're hearing from songwriter, producer, and entertainer Nile Rogers. He's a founding member of the band Chic, and you may recognize some of his hits that he's produced, including Material Girl and Like a Virgin from Madonna, and most recently, Daft Punk's Get Lucky and Avicii's Wake Me Up. He also wrote and produced one of our favorite songs, We Are Family, among many, many others. Stage, studio,
0: or playing? Your favorite. It's all the same. All the same. It's all the same. You don't have it, a as favorite. matter of fact, I can tell you my secret is, and this is the truth, I always like whatever I'm currently not doing at the time.
2: You know? oh, so, what? in other words, if
0: I'm on tour, I always say to myself, man, I can't wait to get home and start writing. And then when I'm writing, it's such a solitary life. I say to myself man, I can't wait till we get out in front of people and start doing shows. That's so interesting. So, uh, or if I'm producing, then it's a, even a different situation because now I have to play psychologist as well as musician and yeah. co-creator and all that sort of thing.
2: So basically, there's always something to look forward to because you're looking forward to the next phase. Absolutely. Uh-huh. That's why
0: it stays fun for me. Yeah, And that's why I don't draw any lines of distinction between someone like Daft Punk and the extraordinary success that we had together you with know, Get Love. Right. or Mick Jagger. It's the same. Because wow. when we go into the studio, we don't know it's going to be successful. We're just going to try and have the best time we, we can mm-hmm. and hope that the outcome is successful. Uh-huh. I guarantee you, you've never seen Daft Punk. And if they said this, I'll challenge them. We did not know Get Lucky was going to be the song that it became. We had no idea. Wow. We wow. just were going in and having the greatest time we could ever have.
2: Mm-hmm. And you personally loved it. So that's your formula, if
0: you oh, like it. Oh, my God. Not only did I love it, but they loved working with me so much. Every time we would do another song, they would go, and, and how about one more? And how about one more? Uh-huh. And they just happened to catch me while I was home between tour dates.
1: So they so got lucky.
0: Even though I did, <laughs> Yeah. Even though I co-wrote three songs on the album, uh-huh. I would have probably done more if I hadn't had to leave. Yeah. So finally, at the end of the day, I said to the guys, guys, you know I'm working. <laughs> uh-huh. I have another job here. Yeah, I can't do... <laughs> I can't, can't work on that forever. endlessly yeah now
1: most <laughs> memorable moment in your career so far
0: um, I would have to say it would be two probably getting my first record deal but then that's really not true because my first professional job was with Sesame Street and that was pretty memorable okay but I would think Maybe the single biggest moment was when I was chosen by Bowie to do Let's Dance. And the reason why is because I had six failures in a row at that point. Now, for me, that was really weird because prior to those six failures, every single record I put out was a hit. If not number one, it was... Platinum, platinum plus, and believe it or not, most people don't know this, but La Freak by my band Chic is the only triple platinum single in the history of Atlantic Records, and the only one of two records ever in history to go number one on the Billboard charts three times. Wow! We were number one, then Barbara Streisand knocked us off. We went back to number one. Someone else knocked us on, We went number one again, and. It's the kind of thing that if the Beatles had done that, everybody in the world would know it. Yeah. I... But it was this little group called Seek. We're oh, the band that did it.
1: That's pretty <laughs> phenomenal. What do you yeah. feel is your most important personality trait that has contributed to your success, would you say?
0: Oh, is to remain open and to to remember that everything that I do, I do to serve the larger project. So, so to give an example, okay. um, When I'm writing a song, even if it's for myself, I think of myself as almost like the project. I have to sort of think outside myself because if I allow my ego to get involved, I never do the work properly. So I always look at myself as a hired hand. And that's just what I have to do to keep myself right-sized and to do the absolute best job I can. Because I said that these people are choosing to work with me because I can make a difference. And if I can't prove that I can make that difference, then what am I doing here? I I don't belong here, so they should hire somebody else. That's just what I do.
1: Gotcha. So with all of your success, how do you get yourself to that place of humility? How do you do that?
0: Oh, I just, I, I just am that person. I'm, okay. I'm just programmed to be that way. Uh, when I was a kid, I was socialized to care about other people, and I think that that just happened to naturally become part of my personality. Okay, got it. When people watch me producing records or conducting an orchestra or anything that I do, I make it look easy because, one, I'm having fun, and I also let the people know that I work for them, even if I'm the boss. It's just the way I am. I'm a worker bee. Even though I'm the boss sometimes.
2: Okay. And from little up you were raised that way?
0: It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I find that it makes me more comfortable. Uh-huh. Um, it makes me comfortable with decisions that are, you know, sometimes very, very big decisions. Okay. Obviously, you guys are pretty sophisticated, so you know that I've done big film scores, big video games, television commercials, as well as, you know, 20 or more number one records. Yeah. So these are all big decisions with big budgets and yeah. big personalities. And, and I treat everybody the same So okay. it's no different for me Working with Night of the Proms As it is working with, you know Adam Lambert or mm-hmm. Madonna Or David Bowie, it's all the same
2: Okay,
1: and Niall, we learned so much From this conversation We want to thank you so yeah. much
0: and Thank you, and you're the only host That have ever sang to me And especially in Brown, it was great
2: Oh, thank you, Nile. <laughs> Thanks, Nile. have a great it's day It's been an honor
0: Okay, can't wait to meet you guys All right Take care
2: You too Niall Rogers, musician, artist, songwriter, and producer. And we'll be right back with editor-in-chief of Yahoo DIY, Katie Brown. Having her on our show today is kind of like getting magic fairy dust sprinkled on our Thanksgiving table. You're gonna get some great tips. You've got your musical dial tuned to the Mulberry Lane Show. Here's Daft Punk with Niall Rogers.